evening and thank you for joining us on the Voice of Many podcast with your host Yolanda and co-host Vanessa. This afternoon we have the pleasure of having a young lady with us who has made traveling her passion and she is with being around the world travels it is a lifestyle travel agency that was founded by Emily in 2018. She plans, hosts um, trips for her family, friends in her spare time, but she, like I said, has made traveling her passion uh, and her career. Welcome, Emily Williams. Thank you for joining Thank you. Us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, this is awesome. Um, we had a, the pr- privilege of um, getting together, talking before um, we went into our recording um, for tonight. But how did you discover um, traveling as your gift? And how did you decide to also make it your career? Okay, so <laughs> I always wanted to travel. I mean, it really goes back to sixth grade. I was taking a French class and I would look in the book and I would see all these like amazing pictures of Paris and other parts of France. And I said, so one day I'm going to get there. And so as I was taking my language classes, um, I was trying to perfect my French. And uh, I remember a kid next to me and he said, uh, you can't afford to go to Paris. You know, we can't afford to go to Paris. It's so expensive. And sure enough, uh, it was very expensive. I asked my parents one Christmas, like, I just want to go to France. And they're like, yeah, we can't afford that. (laughs) So as I got older, I continued with my French studies and uh, I had an opportunity to go to France on uh, a Fulbright. And I, well, actually I applied to the Fulbright and I didn't get accepted and I was like really crushed. And so I said, okay, when I uh, get some money, I'm going to go to France. Well, long and behold, I was living in DC at the time and there was a small bar around my house and I went to it and the, my bartender was actually here for the summertime from England. And she said, if you visit me in England, I'll take you to Paris. No problem. It's just a train right away. And sure enough, I went to England to visit her. And uh, she lived in London at the time. And we went to Paris and I was in love. It was like love at first sight. And that was probably like back in 2006 or seven. And at the time I had only been around the U.S. I've been in Canada with my parents. And I had, I think, one Mexican trip under my belt to Cancun uh, after graduation uh, from college. So being in Europe was like a whole new world. I was totally in love. And from there, I just caught the travel bug. And I would say from there to about 2009, I traveled to about, I think, five or six different countries by then. And I posted, I uploaded my pictures on Facebook. I joined Facebook in 2019. All of my friends who I haven't seen in a while were like, wow, you've been traveling. I really want to go with you. I said, okay, well, the next time I travel, I'll let you know. And that was kind of like really how I got started. I started looking for my friends, my family. And in 2016, I think I made a post like, I'm going to South Africa. Does anyone want to come? And that became a group trip of 19 people. And I planned it all. And someone said, you did such a good job. You should really think about being a travel agent. And so in 2018, uh, I opened up, been around the world travels and became an agent. Yes. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So that's exactly how it started. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I, I didn't know that my passion was travel until I started traveling. You know, you don't know, or, or that I was going to start a travel company that was never in my, you know, in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would be here. But that one dream, that one trip made the difference. Yes. 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 One dream, one trip, you know, posting on social media and here we are today. Awesome. How was it um, as far as being different traveling during COVID and what different things did you experience with that? So COVID travel was a lot more difficult. Um, I think the most problematic for me was just trying to keep up with all the testing. I, I felt like I was getting tested almost every single week because when I would leave, I would have to get a test. Uh, you know, I had to get a test to come back into the country. And then even while I'm home, I don't want to affect anyone that I, you know, I live with. So then I would get another COVID test. So I felt like every week I was just getting lots and lots of COVID tests. And eventually I started paying for them because some of the tests that were free were taking too long to give me my results. And so I think I racked up probably uh, over a couple thousand dollars just taking COVID tests um, just because I needed to pay for them and get the results quicker. So that, I think that was probably the most challenging. When I got to certain countries, um, you saw the wear your mask. You know, they had uh, lots of protocols. You had to be, you know, 20 feet or six feet, sorry, not 20 feet, six feet apart from each other. Um, you know, you, you ate in, um, when you would get food, it would be like bagged up. You know, so you didn't get the full experience of some places, but overall, it was really nice. Uh, during COVID, I did host two group trips, one to Dubai and the Maldives, and then the other one was to Morocco. And we had an amazing time. And so, uh, you know, we all tested uh, together. And so just having a doctor kind of like on-site come and test everyone at once really, really helped instead of us going to a clinic and everyone trying to fend for themselves, just having it more organized definitely helped a lot. But it was different, but I don't feel like we missed uh, a beat, really. That's good. That's good. And, and to um, mentioning COVID, are the rules changing? Are you seeing any changes with travel industries and um, whether it's the flights, the resorts, or any differences that you're seeing now? Yes. Uh, so some of the some of the rollouts are being called back. So for instance, um, you know, the flights, it used to be that it, they were separating people on the flights. That's no longer a thing. They stopped that oof, probably about a year ago. And so now what we're seeing with resorts is that if you are, uh, you know, you come in, you're negative, they let you take your mask off. You can walk around the resort kind of without your mask. Um, some places are, you know, still require your mask. Some don't. Uh, what, what else were we seeing? We're seeing mainly uh, some of the testing is starting to uh, get called back. So now to travel to some places, you don't need a test and some you still do. Uh, but we heard, uh, I just heard today that that might be rolled back to in the summertime, testing might just be off the table overall. That doesn't mean that testing will be off the table coming back into the country, but at least a lot of uh, countries now are, are requiring you not to have a test to come into their country. And if you're vaccinated, that helps a whole lot as well. Okay. All right. So let me ask you too about travel insurance. Now we, we know that with COVID, there were a lot of trips that were canceled. And so is it right now, is it a, still a good idea to have travel insurance? Tell, tell us what, what are your thoughts when it comes to 
travel insurance? Absolutely. You should always have travel insurance. Even before the pandemic, you should have travel insurance. I'll tell you a quick story. And this would change my mind about always having travel insurance for every trip that I go on. Uh, it wasn't my trip, but it was a trip to Panama with a couple of people. Some I knew were on, uh, they uh, were in Panama and they were on a bus on a tour bus. Well, unfortunately the tour bus crashed flipped over, two people died, a bunch of people got injured, and only, I would say, a fraction of them had travel insurance. The people who had travel insurance, their doctor bills were paid. The rest of them, we had to come up with money. We all raised, had a fundraiser for them to bring the bodies back home who are the deceased. And the people who didn't have travel insurance who were in the hospital, we raised funds to get them out of the hospital. So travel insurance is definitely a must. I know we always think that maybe our American insurance will help, and it can. I'm not saying that your insurance that you have today in the States is not going to help you overseas. It, it definitely can. But the hospital that your insurance might partner with might not be in the area of where you're staying. It could be two hours away. It could be three hours away. You just don't know. So travel insurance will help mitigate some of that, mm -hmm. especially if you get a portion of um, travel insurance, even if you just get the medical part of it. That will help so much. And, you know, for all your travels, if you get sick, you, you just don't know if you'll get sick. You don't know if you'll go to... Um, you know, to a destination, you might break your leg. Anything can happen. You know, your luggage might get stolen, your passport. You just want to have insurance for those things. So travel insurance is definitely a must. And right now, what we're seeing is that cancel for any reason insurance is the most expensive insurance, but it actually has the most coverage. It means that if you cancel for any reason, whether you decide not to go, whether you can't find your passport before you go, you can cancel your trip and get, uh, I think it's up to like 85% of your money back. So cancel for any visa insurance is definitely the way to go. Now, the only way to um, secure that type of insurance uh, to cancel for any reason is that you do it as soon as you book your trip. Okay. All right. That's good. It's good to know. Good. Very good example when it comes to this. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it was a it was a, a good example for me because I always was like, oh, do I need it? Do I not need it? Yeah. It's a couple hundred dollars, but a couple hundred dollars that protects a thousand dollar, a couple thousand dollar investment is definitely worth it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's good. So, with um, traveling internationally, since you've done it yourself, for those who haven't, is there any tips or tricks that you would suggest to them and how they should go about it? Yeah. So I always say if it's your first time traveling out of the country, and it also depends on where you're traveling to, uh, you know, you want to use the safe. The safe is safe in your room. You know, you want to put your documents in there and then you just want to keep a copy of your documents on you because if anything happens, you get robbed, you, you know, lose your purse, you have your documents in your safe. So that's tip number one. Uh, tip number two is to really you don't have to map up your whole trip, but you should kind of just map out where you want to go. For instance, if you're not on a tour and you're just exploring the city, like in Barcelona somewhere where you can kind of walk freely around, just kind of map out on your phone exactly where you're going so that you have an idea. Of, so you're not, you're not looking around lost and, you know, making yourself an easy target, you know, to get robbed. So that's, those are my two main tips. And then my last tip is, you know, 
try the foods, try the local foods. You, you might like it. You know, there's so many people that I, I meet so many uh, clients who will go to places and say, well, I just ate pasta the whole time, or I just had chicken or the food. I, I didn't know about the food. It's like, well, why go there? If you're not going to try the food. Hello, the food is great. You know, you'll find something you like. So I just say, try the food, just be open-minded. Well, I want to ask you too, out of all of your traveling, um, I know you were excited and you loved France. What other locations do, would you highly recommend people to try? Oh, this is a good question. There's so many actually. Uh, so I will start by saying Amsterdam is a lovely, lovely place. Uh, I love my time in Amsterdam. I've been there three times and I can't get enough. It's uh, very, it's a city, but it's European at the same time. Uh, you have the Dutch feel. It's just really, it's a really amazing city. The canal is really beautiful. Uh, you see everyone riding their bikes. And so it's just a really beautiful uh, place to just be, to just sit outside and people watch. My other favorite place, which I, I think we talked about before we got on the Zoom, is Kenya. Kenya is my absolute, probably number one, uh, right besides Paris. I love Paris too. Uh, Kenya is my number one spot because it has what I call the trifecta. It has the Caribbean beaches. It has the beautiful nightlife. And it's very exciting to be out and, you know, seeing people dance and trying the great food. Um, and the culture is just beautiful. But then you have the safari, which is absolutely amazing. If everyone can do a safari in their lifetime, it will definitely just totally trans transform your life for sure. And it's an amazing experience to see animals in their habitat eating, um, you know, fighting, playing, and just like just roaming around. It's it's amazing. So how can those of us who are listening and watching get in contact with you and book their own travel? So if you'd like to book your own travel, you can always hit us up on our website at uh, batwtravels.com and then forward slash curated trips. And then if you fill out the form, we will definitely uh, contact you. And you, if you know where you want to go, that's fine. If not, we can have a conversation about it. And then if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's BATW underscore travels. Uh, that's our Instagram page. And if you want to follow me, uh, my personal Instagram page is the cheese to your Mac. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But I also want to say to um, tell our guests and our listeners, well, those listening and watching, I have um, dug into her page and I really like the fact that you have trips already there that are um, dated. The full price is right there and you can go as a group. So can you please tell our those that are watching and, and listening a little bit about those trips that are already um, the agenda and everything's already there, ready to go. Yeah. So I host, I personally host about four to five trips a year where I bring big groups um, over to countries that we actually do research on. So we actually, uh, 
we uh, have a report where we actually research where it tells us where people are going. So it tells us like for black travel in particular, it says, okay, 95% of people said they want to go to Bali. 60% said they never done a safari. And so what we do is we take that data and then we build trips out of it. And then we, you know, market them. I'm not that great at marketing those. <laughs> All of my business has been word of mouth and I'm very, very grateful. Thank you, God. But I have to do better at marketing myself. Um, so that's how we uh, come up with the trips that we come up with. And then, uh, you know, we just have people, you know, purchase, you purchase, uh, you put down a deposit or you can pay the whole thing in full. But most people put down a deposit to claim their spot. And then they get a series of emails from us after that. All right. And, and what we will do too is um, like, I know you have several right now on your site that are ready um, to go. We will keep um, you, those that are watching and listening, we will keep that information rolling for you in her website um, on a monthly basis. So you can stay informed and plan that wonderful lifetime trip. So it's going to be fun. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Next month we go to Bali. So I actually leave on the 22nd of April and then uh, the rest of my group comes in on the 28th. So, so I'm excited for that. That's my 48th country. So very excited. Wow. That's great. Right. <laughs> Just a little bit jealous. Just a little bit. Yeah. I want to go to Bali. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be, you don't have to be jealous. You can always come on with me. You're, you're both invited. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes. One day soon. One day soon. <laughs> and Lee, once again, I want to tell you thank you for joining us. And it's been a pleasure and an honor having you with us. Yes. Thank you. I think it's been a pleasure being here and talking to you guys. I really enjoyed it. And I thank you so much for supporting me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Yes. And to those of you who are listening or watching, please don't forget to check out our social media outlets as we don't want you to miss any of our great guests or great topics. And don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button and we will talk to you all later. Happy travels, everyone. Peace travels.